Welcome to Quick History, a podcast where I give you a quick history lesson in 10 minutes or less. I am Matt. Hear me roar. Welcome to the show. You may have heard of Krakatoa, the immense volcanic eruption that destroyed half of the Earth. Here's a volcanic eruption that destroyed the entire Earth. That's right, it's gone. Go look at it, I swear. Mount Tambora, located in the Dutch East Indies in what is now Indonesia, erupted in 1815 and to date it was the most powerful volcanic eruption in recorded human history, which is much different than recorded earthworm history. It had a volcanic explosivity index, or VEI, of 7. To put that into perspective, the 1883 eruption of Krakatoa was a 6. The 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens was a 5, and the fart I let out before recording this episode was a 4. It ejaculated, sorry, ejected 38 to 51 cubic miles of material into the atmosphere. While the eruption was the most violent on April 10th, 1815, increased steaming and small phreatic eruptions lasted from 6 months to 3 years. The ash from the eruption traveled abroad and lowered worldwide temperatures so much that in 1816, they basically had no summer. That's why it is called the year without a summer. Clever. The brief period of climate change made the regular weather extreme and harvests were absolute crap all over the world. Several climate changes coincided and interacted in a systematic manner that hasn't been seen after any large volcanic eruption since the early Stone Age. The eruption happened in 1815, but it didn't start then. In 1812, the volcano started rumbling and churning, much like my stomach is now. It generated a dark cloud overhead that could be seen for many feet. Then, on April 5th, 1815, a giant eruption happened, followed by thunderous explosions that were heard up to 1,600 miles away in Sumatra, where people thought they were hearing gunshots. Several families moved as they thought their neighborhood was turning to and they didn't want their kids growing up there, I'm guessing. That wasn't the big one. On April 10th, the eruption got worse. Three plumes rose and merged, forming Mecca Plume. The entire mountain had turned into a flowing mass of liquid fire. Pumice stones up to eight inches wide started raining down, ruining people's homes and cars. Then ash fell a little later, which reached as far as 810 miles away. The village of Tambora was destroyed completely by flowing lava and loud explosions were heard until the following evening. Ash spread out as far as West Java where they make really good coffee. The coffee from East Java isn't as good. A nitrous odor was noticeable in Batavia and heavy, tephra-tinged rain fell, but it all receded during the following week. Before the explosion, Tambora's peak elevation was about 14,100 feet, but after the explosion it was only around 9,354 feet. All of the vegetation on the island was destroyed. Trees that were uprooted mixed with pumice ash and washed out to sea, forming rafts up to three miles across. In the beginning of October, British ships encountered some of those rafts about 2,200 miles away from Tambora. Explosions stopped on the 15th of July, but smoke continued to pour out of the volcano until late August. 
Flames and aftershocks were reported in August 1819, four years later. A moderate tsunami hit the shores of various islands with a height of up to 13 feet. The total death toll from the tsunami was around 4,600, but it hardly seems like enough. The eruption column reached the stratosphere at an altitude of 141,000 feet. While the heavier ash settled one to two weeks later, the finer ash stayed in the atmosphere for up to a few years. Winds spread them out all over the globe, creating optical phenomena. Awesome and colorful sunsets and twilights were seen a lot in London, where the sky would appear orange or red near the horizon and purple or pink above. The estimated number of deaths varies depending on who did the counting. In 1855, Zollinger put the number of deaths at 10,000, but he was way off. On Sumbawa alone, 18,000 starved to death or died from disease. Around 10,000 people on Lombok died from disease and hunger. In 1949, Petrovsky estimated that about 48,000 people were killed on Sumbawa and 44,000 on Lombok. In 1984, Stuthers and several other authors accepted the latter of 88,000 deaths total. But in 1998, a journal written by J. Tangwai, Tangai, Tong, Tongwa, and others claimed that those numbers were unfounded, settling on 71,000 deaths. Yet another estimated that 100,000 people died from the direct and indirect effects of the eruption. No matter which numbers you believe, they're all still way ahead of the next highest body count from a volcanic eruption, which happened when Krakatoa erupted in 1883, killing 36,600 people. This has been the eruption of Mount Tambora. Info for this episode was pulled from Wikipedia and completely made up by a three-year-old. For more death and destruction, read the Old Testament. This has been Quick History. Have a good week!